Good afternoon, you're back with us on the Daily Maverick Show on Cliff Central. As usual, I'm Kingsley Kipuri and I'll be with you for the next just couple of minutes. We'll be talking about the anti-corruption march that's happening tomorrow. It's being billed as sort of the biggest event and biggest march in, in post-apartheid South Africa. So we really want to dig into to what's what's happening tomorrow. And I hear there's a follow-up sometime in October, so I really want to... You know, dig into that. Uh, we're joined in studio, of course, with Greg, who was here for the first hour. We're also joined by ex-General Secretary of Kosatu, Zuelan Zimavavi, and Bali Kumalo from Students for Law and Justice. Social justice. For social <laughs> justice, very different. <laughs> Welcome to the show to both of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, now, I'd really love to talk about how the, the idea for the march actually started. If I'm not wrong, it started with a tweet asking sort of who would get behind a, sort of a march or some kind of protest action behind this, and that. And that's sort of evolved to where we are now. What, what informed that tweet? Where did that come from? Well, the practical experiences that we have to go through all the time on the ground, the reality is that uh, we, we, all of us, are at the point where we cannot deny anymore the scale of uh, the corruption crisis in South Africa. It's, mm. a, it's, a, it's a crisis both inside the public sector as well as in the private sector. And it is threatening our future and it is threatening to destroy the potential our country possesses to be one of the beaters, the world beaters in relation to economy and addressing the, the crisis that we're going through of unemployment, poverty and inequalities. Mm. So when I sent out that tweet, uh, that tweet, it was just a test and the response was overwhelming. Mm. We took the idea to the unions and the unions said this is something that we should be doing. The unions convened a meeting with the civil society, 29 civil society organizations uh, came to say that's what we should be doing. And, and from 29 now to over 250. A civil society organization incredible support and we're quite excited and we uh, having this conversation with you on the eve mm. of a uh, of the march and uh, i can tell you that we absolutely exhausted we have been doing work <laughs> mm. and uh, i was joking with bali outside to say when will this struggle come to an end maybe on bali you can tell us a little bit, a bit yeah. about or both of you can yeah. the organization that's gone into getting those 250 groups together because yeah. it's it's fairly unprecedented in the modern era, and I know some of the organizers have been running around the country speaking to all these different groups, unions. Tell us about the organization yeah. involved. Well, um, I mean, as has been mentioned, we have hundreds of endorsing organizations that have really jumped on board. Um, and it and it speaks to to what um, Vavi has been talking about. It came from a tweet. The idea came from a tweet, and that platform uh, Twitter is about literally people um, from every sector of society, just mm. people mm. Um, saying something and having it be heard by the world, essentially, or potentially. Um, so people got 250 plus organizers uh, to jump on board. We did the work. We spent hours, you know, making phone calls and, and writing about it and talking about it. Um, you know, this is just an example of us here today, uh, mobilizing and getting people involved. But this is such a huge issue anyway. And this is something that affects every single South African. So it wasn't difficult to get people to jump on board. People have had enough and, and they, they're really looking forward to making sure that they've been a part, uh, you know, they can say they've been a part of uh, of making sure that 
we, we, we reverse what's been happening. We, mm. we, we make sure that the future is brighter. So, um, yeah, so it, it took people to get those organizations and took time and effort and, um, and here we are today. I mean, what do you think is the significance of having so many, not only people, but bodies yeah. and, and, and sort of organized bodies being part of this, of this march and this movement? Yeah. Well, um, I guess I'll start it off. Um, there's this, uh, you know, a belief that a lot of corruption is institutional, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you have, uh, leading or, or governing structures within an, an organization that make a commitment to, to be anti-corruption, I think that's a really good look. And I think that, um, you know, it, it's, it's a visual representation of, of what the structures in South Africa actually are for. Uh, so I think it's important for people to show up not just as individuals, but to show up and say, within my workspace, within the, the space mm. that I'm in, that has those governing structures that should, you know, have good governance. I'm going to make sure that that's the case. Um, so that's why it's so important to have both, both government, uh, both, uh, you know, people, uh, and, and their organizations represented. Now, Zwelli, you're talking about, we're talking about so many different organizations coming together. In the democratic era, have you ever seen anything like this? Because we saw the, the marches led by treatment action campaign and that whole movement, um, to provide anti, anti-retrovirals for HIV positive people. But I can't think of any other example where so many different people have come together. No, never. This is the first of its kind. Post uh, 1994, the UDF uh, mm-hmm. was a coalition that was absolutely broad. 400 to 600 uh, organizations used to rally behind its anti-apartheid uh, campaigns and its defiance campaigns and mm-hmm. so forth. But post 1994, this is the first time, and we had a huge uh, summit of civil society post 2010 World Cup, uh, convened by Cosadio 67. Uh, civil society formations uh, came and, and to endorse a campaign that we said must be about maintaining the momentum beyond the 2010 because 2010 showed us that mm. South Africa is actually capable of doing things yeah. and we, sh- we showed that we can eliminate crime and that our police are actually very efficient when they want to and that our judicial system can sentence criminals in days. We showed that our people can resign from acts of criminality. Uh, we we showed that uh, South Africa is actually a country that can rally behind a single uh, goal. We, and then we said, can we do the same spirit mm. around the education mm. crisis, around the health crisis? Yeah. Unfortunately, in the context of the alliance, we were called names. I remember the, the Secretary General of the ANC again said that this was all about the regime change angry that the ANC was not invited as a, as a political party and yet this was a perfectly civil society mobilization. We now uh, were able to, to how many times is that? 67, this is a many many fold uh, mm. beyond the 67. Mm. We're quite excited you know. We hope that we can as we're saying, this is no event to us. This is a process. We're starting tomorrow and uh, we we intensifying on the 14th of, uh, of of October with the general strike focusing on corruption we will be doing so many other things beyond that there's a water crisis in Madibank we will be there together because we find a connection between that water crisis and and corruption there is a crisis everywhere we want to demand for example that the low the reports 
on local government corruption in the northwest must be publicized that's one of our demands okay, that's, that's great yeah because a lot of people are signing up and saying we, we hate corruption we're fed up but don't really know what the list of like concrete demands is so i'd love if you could just run through this what exactly we, we, are we, we will we will uh, exactly do that uh, with uh, with mali okay. but that's a critical demand you know okay. we want the local government uh, corruption that was investigated by the previous minister of Kokta, Stelo uh, Shikega, be put up in public so that we can see who basically looted the resources of our people. That's one demand. We want the very legislation. It's an excellent legislation. Of course, we can talk about whether there's political will to enforce it. The, the, the anti-corruption or the 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 prevention of corruption legislation we want that uh, to be strengthened we want the peace the legislation uh, on the whistleblowers to be to be strengthened we want the powers of the public protector uh, clarified but more importantly we want uh, uh, to run a campaign that says hands off the office of our public protector mm-hmm. and hands off all of our chapter 9 institutions we want uh, many many other demands that uh, I can't remember of head now <laughs> that um, Bali have them I can just run <laughs> there's more a list Bali <laughs> <laughs> just pulled out a couple of pages I'm not yeah, sure I'm, I'm not sure we have time for this Bali hit us with a few more key ones <laughs> no no okay. that was never my intention okay. I just you know Maybe uh, two or three. Um, but one of the key ones that are, you know, we want lifestyle audits of senior public servants uh, should be conducted annually by the Auditor General or the Public Service Commission. Um, another one is that uh, party political funding must be made transparent and public. Um, so we have quite a few. Um, and, and we want uh, the, the legislation that uh, have not been signed into law. Mm. To be signed into law and to be extended to all public representatives. The legislation that says public servants should not be allowed to do business with the state. We want that, yes, but we want also the cabinet ministers, the premiers, the MECs, the councillors, the mayors, everybody not to be allowed to do business with the state through their companies because we're trying to eliminate the whole idea of a conflict of interest in society. Mm -hmm. What sort of with bringing all these groups and different individuals together, when it comes to making a list of demands, I'm sure that there was quite a robust debate. Can you tell us about some of the compromises that might have been made in terms of how you reached this list of demands? Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, um, he can sort of elaborate on, on my points, but demands are really, really important. And so we, we took quite a bit of time considering what should be on the list. Um, and we did speak to communities and there was some back and forth about the issues that were really prevalent. Um, so there was a system that we followed and we, we, we reached out to, um, uh, a number of organizations, a number of, of people who were really invested um, in the movement and said, what do you want to make sure is on the list of demands? And they said, ABC. And then we sort of brought them together and saw where there were agreements um, and then just, you know, drafted it from that point on. So it was a, a collaborative um, approach that we took because we think that's important. And basically willingness to compromise and to always find the middle ground. <laughs> this is a Broadest coalition, as you can imagine, the, yeah. there's yeah. these hardcore Marxists whose <laughs> who starting point is that the very capitalist system is where corruption is is uh, uh, deriving from, and that's what our focus should be. 
to the religious organizations who, from the scripture point of view, quote the Bible and say that uh, anything that man eats that is of a forbidden fruit is, uh, it will, will, will be like gravel in your mouth. And you've got to find a way of managing all of that. And the left is broad itself. I mean, you can bring in Marxist here, you'll find that there are so many divisions amongst them. If you mm. bring in religious organization, by the way, this is the first time the churches, the religious yep. organizations yeah. on their own come together around a single matter post-1994. Never ever did we have, not just Christians. We've got a formal uh, SACC, Churches, we up to the Zionists who beat the drums and uh, the conservative African churches, everybody uh, is inside the Muslims, the Hindus, the Jews, and I've we've just never got ideas of uh, Moria in my head. Have you been listening to the to Bishop Lehanyane uh, uh, in the recent mm-hmm. years uh, mm-hmm. about corruption? He's been very, very firm and. Uh, all of them tomorrow uh, will be marching shoulder to shoulder with the young people like Bali and uh, and and greying uh, guys like uh, some of us. <laughs> I mean, but surely well, he, he pointed he, at yeah. me. I mean, but surely there's a worry that given the the, the the vast difference in ideology that you've mentioned, that this coalition will be will be short lived. You, you're you're selling it as a long term. It's we're gonna be here to stay. Yeah. But surely at some point the cracks are going to show on these different ideologies. But you know what? The the, the issue here is bigger. It's bigger than our differences. Um, and I think we realize it at that point, at this point. So despite the fact that we come from different backgrounds and have different ideologies, um, you know, we can work on that and work with that in order to achieve our goal. We know that this is a people's problem. And as people, without different um, ideologies, we can come together to better the conditions for the people. It's people. So, um, yeah, you believe what you believe and we sort of have to work it out and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are seeing they've been postponed. Uh, the, the, the march has been postponed a couple of times. Now we're hearing that it is tomorrow is phase one. There's going to be a second bit. And people will point to that and see it's already, the wheels are already coming off before it started. No, not at all. No, the, no, no. The, yeah. the, the, you remember from the beginning we said it's a process. The 30th will not lead to a situation where on Thursday, the 1st of October, all the corrupt hyenas declare that we have changed, <laughs> that we're no longer going to involve in any corrupt activities. Forget it. It is going to take a mobilized society, a citizenship that is absolutely active, demanding transparency, and, and, and holding the leadership of both the, its own unions in churches, in civil society, in the private sector, in government to account. Mm. That's what we, we're hoping to achieve, a much more informed, politicized citizenship that doesn't wait to, we will get them in, our, in the election box. It doesn't work like that. That's a representative democracy. We want a participatory democracy where we can today say, you're no longer serving our interest. We want you out. We won't wait for the next five years. We're saying now, get out of the position that you hold. And uh, I think that the, the, already we've done wonders. Uh, 
the levels of uh, conscientization, this yeah. uh, whole discussion and mobilization they've created already in the country is itself a victory even before we start marching mm. and rolling mass action and, and sittings and all of the things that we may want to do in the future. I think that we've already succeeded. Mm. The country yeah. is only having one conversation the state of corruption and how that is undermining our efforts to move into a different direction as a country to ag- to address poverty, unemployment and inequalities. Couldn't, however, going ahead, deciding to go ahead tomorrow when uh, NUMSEL was denied its NEDLAC certificate in time and going ahead without full force and the full backing of union membership, couldn't it cripple the march before it even starts if there's a weak turnout tomorrow? Like cripple the movement before we even get really underway? Um, well... You know, of course, the the news about NUMSA was just really, really unfortunate. Mm. And as, you know, a part of the organizing uh, committee, it just, I don't know, but it didn't undermine um, any of our goals at all. We came and planned the march and said, this is the people's march. And because the workers aren't going to be there, we're going to show up anyway. And we're going to show up for them too. So that when they have it on the 14th and they're there legally, Mm. um, we're going to be there too. And we're going to support them in any way that we can. As as it was said earlier, um, as Vavi so well put it, this is really a process. Mm. It's a process. Corruption is not going to end on the, on the 1st of August just because we, we march, but we're, we're, we're showing that, um, we're committed to starting this conversation in a productive way, in a way that's going to make sure that however long it takes and however many obstacles are thrown at us, we're committed to making sure that this is, this is really dealt with. Um, so I think, um, just in terms of, you know, the NUMSA, uh, the workers not being there, they're with us in spirit. We know we've organized for them to be there before, um, you know, the NEDLAC issue. So we know that, um, we have their full support. This is just the beginning. It really is just the beginning. Um, so everything's fine. Yeah. yeah it's a setback that uh, unions will not be allowed to be in the, to embargo on the strike tomorrow. But the workers are allowed to, to participate in the match. It's a perfectly legal match. Anyone who can uh, negotiate with the employer nicely this afternoon and say, I will really want to participate. I think that you too uh, should participate in the match as the employer because uh, any employer who have been in South Africa know that it is hardly uh, possible or almost impossible now to do any business with the state without greasing the hand of some corrupt bureaucrat. And uh, no employer wants to invest their money in, in conditions like that. So it is only in the best interest of the employers that the statement that our people are making tomorrow must be even louder. It's a pity that uh, it's not a legal strike. I, I, we were saying that this is going to be the biggest march this country have ever seen in its history. We're aiming to put a minimum of 100,000 people in the streets of Pretoria tomorrow. We will not be able to do that without uh, well, a strike. And uh, But uh, as we're saying, this is the beginning. This is just only a beginning. It's not going to be a small march still. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a very, very... I just didn't give march. us a number. You're saying it's not so big, it's not so small. <laughs> <laughs> give us how many people are we expected tomorrow? But it is, I want to point out, it is a legal gathering. Hmm. It, it is a legal gathering. It's just that the workers are not permitted to uh, not go not to work. Uh, yeah. Not protected, not really. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, but talking about the obstacles, we can't mm. ignore the political element of this situation. And now I'm looking at Vavi here. Because <laughs> this is obviously you mentioned the ANZ Secretary General before and what his his criticism of the march, but 
yourself and Numsa have been critical in organizing this much. Both of you have been expelled from Kasatu. Both of you are potentially talks in, in talks with uniting other unions or talking about a way forward for the working class, including other union leadership outside of Kasatu, which could be a precursor to a new trade federation. Numsa's General Secretary Irvin Jim, his personal preference is that he would like a social, socialist workers' party, even if Numsa hasn't backed it yet. And you're marching to the union buildings and parliament. How can we not perceive it in that respect as an anti-ANC, anti-Zuma march? Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, it's anti any corrupt individual. I don't care who that individual is. They know themselves wherever they are, and uh, they, they are. The, and 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 we don't want to, uh, to 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 present it as actually and anti government, anti ANC, anti president, anti any indivi- individual. It is against those. Uh, let, let's say what we're marching at. We're marching against those who would have kept quiet when they had approved a budget of 27 million rands for the security upgrades and, and that who said and did nothing when the media reported that the cost have escalated to over 60 million. We did nothing even when the report, uh, reporters came back to say it has now escalated to over 100 million and then to the staggering 246 million and more. Those who should have taken decisions to stop that, we're marching against them. Mm. So isn't that we, Zuma and his close allies? Absolutely. He too was in the cabinet. He too knew that uh, there was now a swimming pool being a, a dug in his house. He did nothing about it. He didn't stop the wastages of the taxpayers' money. We're marching against them. We're marching against those who have said and did very little when a 15 million rands was being used to upgrade security of a minister's house in Cape Town. We're marching against those who said and did nothing when 350 million rands was being spent to, to upgrade the houses of the MPs in, in, in parliament and uh, when that cost is way, way, way above anything you can imagine. We're marching against those who have done absolutely nothing uh, that uh, this country have, uh, as they, what we call this uh, Institute of uh, Internal Auditors, are saying we've lost 700 billion rents. We're marching against them. We're marching against the private sector which have uh, cooperated with one another to send billions of rents that we so desperately needing in the economy and who the SARS report indicated that in 2012 alone a 30 billion US dollar was uh, left this economy in what they call uh, the illicit cash flows and uh, we're marching against them. We're marching at the fact that the companies collude at the cost of 30 billion rents to set the price of milk of, of uh, bread of cement above the reach of our people. We're marching against those who are involved in the price transfer uh, or mistransfer, who are taking uh, their goods out into the tax havens they created and the companies they have created into those tax havens and then to to dodge their responsibility mm. to pay taxes to South Africa. We're marching against them. Would you... So, 
So it's, 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 a, it's, it's a much broadly uh, than one individual, but of course there are individuals inside everything that I've just said. Mm-hmm. Would you invite ANC members? Would you be happy if a- the ANC and, and certain branches came out in support of the march? Well, uh, we've, it's a people's march. <laughs> yeah. Anyone Bali's who... nodding. Yeah. 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 I would yeah. love it if they come. Okay. I would love it. Um, it is the people's march. Um, and an important element that I'd like to mention, just to elaborate on that point, uh, we're aware about, uh, we're aware of what we're marching against, but what we're marching for is a cultural revolution in South Africa. So we know that, you know, we have this culture of, um, of uh, corruption that's really been normalized. People see the headlines in the newspaper, and at this point, they don't blink twice. That's problematic, especially looking into the future of how we want to see um, the country run, uh, what kind of people we want to see as our leaders in all aspects and all sectors. Um, so that cultural revolution, we realize, cannot take place if the people do mm. not govern. So this march is essentially saying the people govern. The people shall govern, mm-hmm. and they do. Mm. Yeah. And so we've only got about 30 seconds left yeah. to go But can you just tell us, uh, each of you in a few words What is your measure of success for tomorrow In like one or two sentences Or for this movement yeah. Do you want to go? People yeah. must come <laughs> And people <laughs> must be go. noisy sure. And uh, they must terrify the corrupted Okay. And the, the corruptees must feel that uh, South Africa is just above Is about to wake up and to confront them mm. Vale. Yeah. I think people must come, people must show up, and afterwards, people must show their commitment, prove their commitment towards ending this 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 issue forever. Okay. Thank you both for coming. Thank Unfortunately, you. that's all the time we have. So, Nzimavavi, Bali Kumalo, thank you so much. Please, please make sure to download the podcast and share it far and wide. And subscribe. And subscribe on iTunes. We'll see the march tomorrow. Will it be 100 people? Will it be 100,000? Only one way to find out. King, right? will you be there? I will... Discuss with my employer and see if I can make it. <laughs> Perfect. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Stay informed and up to date. It's the Daily Maverick Show. Tuesdays, 1 to 2 p.m. On cliffcentral.com.